0: Do you have a kid who has backtalk, disrespectful? Are you at a crossroads with your partner because your kid's behavior is out of control? Well, you're not alone. It happens a lot more than you realize. Hi, I'm Dr. Roseanne, and I'm a mental health trailblazer. And join me as we have real conversations about real solutions to kids' problems. And today we're talking about why is my kid so disrespectful? And what are some of these real underlying causes so that you can help your child be more regulated, calm, and reduce that friction at home? Let's dive in. So what's with my kids' disrespectful behavior? How many times do I hear that? Back talk. Are they doing this on purpose? You know, they're just so nasty. They're viperish. All these words are things that I hear all the time. And really, it's about a kid who's moody. It's about a kid who's irritated. It's about a dysregulated brain that isn't calm. And let's get into some of these reasons as to why this has happened And in the next part, we're going to talk about solutions because you have to have understanding before you talk about solutions. This is not an easy fix. This requires multi-part work, calming that brain, changing behaviors. So if you're new to me and you want to learn more about natural solutions, hop over to drrosanne.com forward slash group. It's a free Facebook group to get support because we all need support on this bumper journey. Developmental perspective. So you know, why does a kid act disrespectful? Sometimes it's developmental. It can be that they're a teenager. It could be that they're a toddler and they don't really understand. It can be a young adult. There's so many parts, but there are normal developmental phases when kids are snarky. If you listen to the other episode before this about is it a typical behavior is a mood disorder? There's a difference and developmental things happen. Now we can have conversations about it and how we react to those developmental normal snarky behaviors um, has a lot to do with if it's being fed or not. So let's talk about some of these other potential causes of behavior and really disrespectful behavior. And this goes whether it doesn't matter if it's clinical issue like a mood disorder, anxiety, PANS, PANDAS, OCD, anxiety, or it's neurotypical. The potential causes are the same. So we have to look at... I always talk about levers when people come for our brain behavior reset. Like what levers can we pull What levers can we turn off? Like, well, there are helpers and herders, and we have to look at some of these causes because it gives us a road. You can't just say, let's put you on an SSRI. You get to still address the underlying causes. It's just going to happen again. And then you're going to be in a whole world of disappointment. Some of the top reasons why kids of all ages, and remember, I include those young adults, right, that are failing to launch. So imitation, monkey see, monkey do. So if we don't got it together, our kids aren't as likely to get it together. Some kids are in a hypervigilant state, so freaked out by your yell- out-of-control yelling. Please know, everybody yells. I just yelled a little while ago. But yelling as a matter of your everyday is not helpful. It's not helpful to you. It's not helpful to them. So I don't mean occasional yelling. If you're 80% doing a good job, you're doing a great job. Give a little room for imperfection. We should. Nobody is a perfect parent, including me. So but if we're our standard is agitation, if our standard is, you know, if you're talking disrespectfully to your spouse, if your spouse is talking disrespectfully to you, I mean, this past week, everywhere I go, everyone tells me their stuff. And this past week, I, you know, had one of my medical providers was telling me about their relationship and, you know, how out of control their spouse is due to some not in control of of themselves and finally had to say like, wow, this is really affecting my kids. That level of yelling and just was too much and was causing emotional distress you know had to say i've given you a lot of chances to address this so they're separating and they're working on it and you know i hope that they will but when kids are seeing a lot and they're seeing you being disrespectful your partner or grandpa whatever You got to take control of that. I know it's not easy. Take a look, try to breathe and think about how you can reduce some of that friction because it is a factor in this. They're testing boundaries. This is very normal behavior of all kids, regardless of whether you're of ADHD or not. Kids need boundaries. And if you don't have them or you do have them, kids are going to test them. Now, when you have much clearer boundaries and explicit boundaries, it's going to be less. This can be attention seeking. And when you say attention seeking, I mean the brain is seeking attention. So kids don't always do things on purpose, their brain does. So they're knowing they're getting reinforced for a negative behavior, they're going to keep doing it. If they know they're going to get reinforced for a positive behavior, they're going to keep doing that positive behavior. Make sure you're reinforcing the right behaviors. Overstimulation. So, it, whether it's sensory stimulation, the environment is too much, their learning is overloaded, their social overstimulation is a big reason why kids lash out. Their system is in a sympathetic dominant state and they can be very viperish. So, we'll talk about some of the strategies, emotional triggers. So, you know, some of our kids have sensitivities, they're sensitive to how we talk to them, tone of voice. They're highly emotional. Maybe this is the group with clinical issues. We want to make sure we're thinking about what's going on, what's going behind it. Again, your kid isn't acting like this on purpose, they're not in control. Hey, parents, look looking you turn those stressful days into moments of calm focus? Well, that's exactly why I created Neurotastic Multimag Brain Formula. It's the brain booster that helps kids and parents stay centered and sharp. It's not magic, it's science, and it's just a spoonful away. Bring the balance with Neurotastic. Go to drrosancom forward slash magnesium to get special subscribe and save discounts with, of course, amazing gifts. Dr. forward slash magnesium. Factors would also influence whether our kid is disrespectful or not. Our parenting style and our parenting dynamic. I already talked a little bit about that. But are you an overly authoritarian parent? Meaning like you think this is 1950s and you're running a military shop. Now, I know people think that that doesn't exist. Oh, this does exist. People still spank. They still do that. What's your parenting style? Are you expecting something different? We know clinically that uh, autonomous parent supportive parenting and authoritative parenting are the two best clinically. So lots of positive reinforcement, explicit guidelines are both, but in autonomy supportive parenting, they allow your kids to make mistakes and have, and that's really good. So. Technology and social media in general have had a huge impact on kids being dysregulated. Teenagers now post in the pandemic in 2023 are spending uh, seven hours and a quarter on their devices every day. That's seven hours and a quarter. I think younger kids spend even more. Is that crazy? So it's huge. They're not regulating properly. They're using devices to regulate communication. So how we talk to our kids has a huge impact on their level of self-regulation. If we're nasty to them, if we're always in friction, and that doesn't... Sometimes you're just stuck. You need help. You're not doing anything wrong. You're just not speaking in a way that's reinforcing your child's behavior or getting them to hear you. We're not equipped for this. That's why you're here. We're learning. So what are you saying? How are you saying it? And how are you fostering learning? are important, important things. And if therapy does anything for you, it can be a game changer in helping you to communicate your child. I wish any parent who has a child that's successfully moody, go to a therapist who specializes in parenting and you and your partner, your spouse, whoever, you're really getting that support together. Okay, clinical issues. So Kids with clinical issues are much more likely to have activated nervous systems that go into that sympathetic dominant stress state. You're going to need extra support. You're going to need extra patience. And that child is going to need a lot more reinforcement and consistency. And we're going to talk about solutions in the next episode. And dive into them. I just want you to think. I hope you're starting to be a little bit of a parent detective. You're starting to think about what else could I be doing? What are the root causes? And even if your child has a clinical issue, does not mean some of those other factors are a big part of this. And instead of being overwhelmed by it, you know what I'm going to say... Be excited about the opportunities. If you're looking for solutions, go to DrRoseanne.com forward slash help. We always match you to the right solution. And wherever you are in your journey is exactly where you need to be. And I'm really glad that you're here. And stay tuned for the next episode. We talk about some of those solutions for disrespectful behavior. Parenting is hard and there are many ups and downs. I know what it's like to have a kid who's disrespectful, moody, and irritated. It's not always in their control. And I hope today got you thinking about what are some of those root causes and know that it's going to be okay when you take a step towards natural solutions that calm the brain and regulate behavior.